I guess the kids that are in the play can be dismissed with Andrew. Praise God. The stars. Our entertainment for the night. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Good to see everybody tonight. Uh, I got some things I believe will help us that, that the Lord kind of dealt with me about. You know, Sunday I said, uh, I talked about uh, uh, God spoke to me one time when I was praying and uh, told me that every beat of his heart was victory. I said, Lord, I want to put my head on your chest. I just want to hear your every heartbeat. And uh, he said, every beat of my heart is victory. And then uh, I went on and talked about, you know, uh, really, you know, we're supposed to shine our light. Christianity is real. It's not just a place we go on Sunday or some Sundays. I mean, you know, the average church attendance for most people that would claim to be Christian is very low uh, I know a couple years ago the United Methodist Church said if you showed up twice a month you were considered faithful you know and uh, uh, so don't even think about twice a week you know for some people uh, but when when you're having fellowship with him and that's what we've been talking about some uh, when we get born again that puts us in relationship that legally makes us a son and a daughter of God. When you believe in heart, in your heart, and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, it makes you uh, in relationship with God. Just like Bailey belongs to Jason and Leslie, she is born of them. She is their daughter, and so that's the relationship. But if if uh, she got mad at him and decided she wasn't going to talk to him no more, then they're not having much fellowship. Amen. But fellowship is the good stuff. Fellowship is where you're connected. Fellowship is where you find out what belongs to you. Fellowship is where you get, you know, I mean, actually, this is the last will and testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If you, if you, if you get too far out of fellowship, you might get cut out of the will. <laughs> Amen. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of stuff in the will that you're not going to get. And I said it earlier, and it'll stand when the world's on fire. Pastor uh, Nancy said it on uh, for everybody, for millions to hear, that, uh, you know, you got to get righteousness right before you worry about getting healing right. Yeah. Amen. In other words, if you're not going to bother to even try to live right and don't even think about receiving your healing. Amen. You know, th that goes hand in hand. Well, we believe that and we preach that and teach that here, so that's not so mind-boggling to us, but it is in some places because... There's just not a whole lot said. Amen. Especially nowadays because we're woke. And everything's got to be woke. And, and, you know, if we don't, uh, uh, you know, play them just right, we'll never get them to come to church and stuff. And, and I'm just going to tell you all, if we, it doesn't matter if we get a whole bunch of people to church if we don't really get them saved. Amen. It don't matter. You know, hallelujah, because going to church don't make you a Christian. Amen. So, uh, and I believe Jesus is coming after a glorious church. 
Amen. Not having wrinkle, spot, or blemish or any such thing. So we're talking about being called to fellowship. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll read this, uh, this, this Luke chapter 2 uh, little passage about uh, uh, Christmas again because this is relating to Christmas because uh, uh, Jesus is the greatest gift ever given. Amen. Amen. And so we've got tonight and then we've got Sunday morning to really talk about uh, what Christmas really is to us. And, and i got some good things to say that I'm excited to say that I believe will help us. And I believe, I believe there's momentum for the body of Christ right now. I believe there's things stirring. I, believe, I know there's things happening here. It just seems like every service, every week, more, more exciting stuff's happening. The, the anointing's just, just uh, uh, amping up. Praise God. Uh, and uh, great and mighty things are happening. And, it, you know, if the, that's producing change in us. You know, that's what we're after. It's producing change in us, making a difference. So, so uh, I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to read Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 1. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word is forever uh, settled in heaven. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of your word will ever uh, fade. We honor you. We honor your word. I pray in the name of Jesus you'll help me to say what you'd have me to say. Uh, help me to get it out in a way that will help the people, help your people. And Lord, I pray that you'll help them to have ears to hear what your spirit's saying, that deposits can be made that'll change us forever. I'm so thankful, Father, that your word is so alive that I think every day I hear things that make a difference in my life from your word. And I give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And all God's children said, amen and amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. This word is alive and powerful. Amen. And he told us to seek first his kingdom and its righteousness then everything else will be added unto us. So Luke chapter 2, verse 1, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while, at, uh, while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, uh, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. So uh, that was quite a, a statement, and, and uh, the angels declared, 
you know, don't be afraid. It was awesome. The glory of God fell and the shepherds were blown away. Then the angels, don't be afraid. And they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. So uh, some translations, instead of saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill, say peace among men or peace toward men of goodwill or something like that. So, so a lot of people think and misinterpret this, misinterpret this and they think that they were saying that when Jesus has come, there's just going to be no more trouble. Now, I know uh, uh, the Beatles was, was big in the 60s and, and 70s, early 70s, and John Lennon was kind of a anti-God. They were known to, uh, you know, to do a lot of drugs, and, and they, had, uh, uh, they was into Hare Krishna, and they had, uh, what do you call it, gurus, gurus and stuff, showing them the... In, the enlightened way you know and they were into all that stuff and uh john lennon wrote a christmas song you know uh uh, uh that you know the peace was to be the end of all wars amen it was about it was about war stopping and you know that'd be wonderful that would be wonderful if all war could stop but this bible tells us that that's one of the signs of the last days and so that's not what the angels were saying Peace on earth and goodwill to, to, towards men. Uh, that's, you know, they got this message and misunderstood it. What was taking place was the transition of covenants. We were in and under the old covenant, but the mediator, the cut, the ransom, the perfect sacrifice to bring the new covenant about was being born. And w with Jesus, God was no longer going to be uh, uh, at war with sin and the wages of sin on mankind. That was getting ready to be fixed. And from this point on, we could have peace with God. Now, you're not going to find no Christianity promises a place where uh, you don't have trouble or you don't have problems. There is a devil. Amen. The Bible says that he's the prince of the power of the air. Amen. It also says, Paul said, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe uh, not. Amen. So the devil is the God of this world, and he's messing with people. And uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down a stronghold. There is warfare. Amen. There are voices. There, there, there are things that come against you. Peter said, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. When you're a child of God, the devil's not going to like you and the devil's going to mess with you. But see, when we stay in fellowship, you get close to the secrets. You know, what's, you know what's going on. He prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. And you know what God is doing. You know what God is saying. And you know what belongs to us. And he told us, praise God, to put on the whole armor of God that we might be able to uh, uh, stand against the wiles of the devil. And wiles is strategy and plans. Part of that armor is the shield of faith where we quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. He's firing fiery darts at us. And so you better find your shield and learn how to use it or you're going to get stuck up like a pincushion, and it's not going to be good. And then he said the helmet of salvation. 
Well, we, I figured out a long time ago that the battlefield is the mind. And the devil is all the time throwing stuff up. And I learned from this word of God, praise God, that I have no original thoughts, really. Amen, that come from me. That thoughts come from out within. And some thoughts come from heaven. The ones that come from heaven agree with the word of God. They line up. But the ones that don't agree with the Word of God and don't line up with the Word of God, they're from somewhere else. Amen. And therefore, we can learn and figure out, I have the authority to shut that down and fight that off. He said, He will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee. So that's why you got Spotify on your phone where you can whoop it up, put your earbuds in, and put some kind of... Uh, uh, there's so much anointed music right now, it's just scary. I mean, you know, and, 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 and there, there's, I mean, people, they got the Holy Ghost on them when they sing. And when you turn it on and put it in your ears, man, you got the Holy Ghost on you, just like just at the push of a button, and you begin to deal with stuff. Amen? Now, it doesn't say we're not going to have challenges, but we've got all these tools to deal with our challenges. Amen? And every beat of our... My heart is victory. That doesn't mean you, you can't have victory unless you have challenges. Amen. So, so I remember one year, a couple years back, Kentucky was really good. And uh, uh, they were really good. You know, he had one of those number one or two recruiting classes. And, and uh, everyone, even all of three or four, uh, uh, eight or ten people down the bench was a superstar. And there was a hometown hero. Bigger than any hometown heroes we've seen from around these parts. Amen. Every one of them all the way down the bench was. And you know what? They beat everybody. And, and, and they beat some of them bad. And I, mean, I remember that year, you know, I was almost thinking, you know, I, I kind of like to get nervous sometimes. I really don't. Y'all you know, know what I'm saying? Some of those games when it's close and, oh, my goodness. Amen. I, I was kind of wanting one of those games. Because we didn't have any. But you know what? We got in the tournament, and a round or two, not very far, we run into somebody who gave us that kind of game. And guess what? Because we'd never been pushed to that point, they folded and went out of the tournament way too early because they'd never had any opposition to make them tough. And I watch Coach Reeves, and it's a, it's a blessing to get to be around him and see him because he knows what he's doing. He's been doing it a long time, and he, he knows basketball. And, and my sister, Missy will agree with this, when we sit and have a conversation with her watching a ball game, this girl knows. You know, I'm amazed at Misty, and I appreciate the fact that Misty and I can talk about sports just like I could talk about with any man. And, and she knows more about football than most men do. I'm just telling you. She knows, she knows the details. Amen. And so my sister, my sister is so knowledgeable too. We got to be around her some lately. And, uh, but I noticed him. He, was, uh, uh, he would have a pretty good team coming up. And at the beginning of the season, he would schedule uh, uh, like he was low division one. 
He would schedule the number one because he knew all these people. He would schedule number one or number two or number three or number four team in the nation his first couple of games. They'd go to Purdue when Purdue was winning national championships and different things. He'd go and play all these good teams. Amen. When his team wasn't on that level, but what that did, they learned how to get beat around and get played, play against somebody good. So when they got back in their league, they just bowled everybody over. Amen. Even right now, he's got his girls. I think they've only lost a couple games. They're doing pretty good. He ain't got them exactly where he wants them, but he's, he's got them heading that way. But he has a team of boys that Dylan plays on that practices against them. Good boys. Men that are bigger than them and faster than them and tougher than them. And they don't cut them any slack. So that when they play against girls... It's not so rough. No matter how rough the girls get, they're used to that. Amen? And, and uh, so you're not, gonna, you're not even really going to have good victory. Amen? Unless you get some challenges. And, and so don't think that just because you have challenges, you're a loser or you're not going to make it. When, when, you know, the devil wouldn't be fighting you so hard if he wasn't so mad. Something really good is getting ready to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I learned that a long time ago. We used to sing, and I told Missy, you know, Missy, I was talking about uh, church music earlier, and I said, now listen, honey, you grew up in church with musicians and churches who'd been fellowshipping with other churches, who'd had hymn books and all kinds of stuff coming through them. You knew all about church music. I come from the bar. I, you know, I... I, I I come from a rock band and got saved, and I didn't go to church. And when I did go to church, I didn't pay any attention to the music. So what, what I learned, I had to learn my way. Amen. And just do it my way, praise God. Hallelujah. Different than, than all the old classics and all that stuff because I didn't know them. I didn't understand all that. That's a whole new way of doing things. Amen. But we made it, and we've, got, we've come a long way. Praise God. And, and I, I appreciate what she knows. And, uh, uh, but uh, you're, you're going to be challenged. You know, and, and uh, Jesus didn't come to say you're not going to have any more trouble. Amen. Amen. I mean, ma matter of fact, Jesus said this in Matthew 10, 34. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. Wow. And, and the, the, the Lord also prophesied, that one of the signs of the end of times would be increased war, divisions, and strife. And we have that right now. I mean, we have division and strife so much in this country that, that, that it amazes me with the, with the liberals hating the conservatives and the conservatives, you know, uh, uh, despising the liberals. Amen. And uh, uh, there's war going on in... Uh, uh, where Putin's invading another country, trying to t take stuff back, and missiles being fired, and people being killed, and and just every kind of thing stirred up. You know, ch uh, China's trying to uh, 
you know, take over stuff and, and, and bully people and manipulate people. That's what's going to happen. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars in these last days. Amen. Matthew 24, 6, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. See that you are not troubled. See that you are not troubled. What's that mean? Don't get too tore up about it. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Haven't we heard about famines and earthquakes, and earthquakes cause tsunamis, and we've had some big major tsunamis in the past several years, and, you know, we've had tragedy strike. You know, it hadn't been that long. It seems like we forgot it quickly, but uh, uh, right after 911 happened, uh, uh, you know, I thought, because I was just looking at history, and I looked at history, and when we went to war with Japan, they put the Japanese Americans that were good people, but just because they, they were, had Japanese descent... They put them in concentration camps in California and watched them. Amen. Because they didn't know if they were going to be loyal to uh, whoever's name was, Hiroshima or whoever, you know. Uh, and, and, and so I thought, wow, are they going to do that to all the Muslims? Amen. Hallelujah. Because my God, I want to be loyal to my God, but my God doesn't tell me to kill people. But what if my God did and I wanted to be loyal? Would I? And so it was a very confusing time. Matter of fact, for about two weeks, churches filled up. Everybody was going to church, and everybody was patriotic. More people, the recruiters didn't have no trouble signing people up for the next few months. Amen, because everybody wanted to defend. Our country had been, had, had been hit a heavy blow, and, and, and people wanted to honor our country and uh, defend our country. But you know what? And it, there, was, there, was, there was some that said that that was the Lord, that the Lord allowed that. There were some that said the earthquakes and tragedies and the natural disasters that are going on, the Lord's allowing that. Well, you know, he, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. The devil's the one causing all the destruction, but God's not doing that. Amen. And people got that wrong. Insurance companies call it acts of God. You know, if a... If a sinkhole opens up and swallows your house, and, and then it was an act of God. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It was a, it was a uh, you know, something went wrong. <laughs> Big groundhog or something. <laughs> Hallelujah. To dig a hole like that. But, you know, that has happened. And, uh, but uh, stuff's, stuff's going to happen. Amen. But in the midst of it, if we'll fix our hearts to walk with God, we have to. Let me just put it this way. With all this going on, with all this that's happening, and, and, and we've got a lot of people that just ignore a lot of the Word of God because they're not too keen on the Word of God anyway. Do you understand that? There's a spirit. There's a movement. We're getting farther and farther away from the Word of God anyway. I've been saying it a long time. They don't even know where their Bible's at, much less what's in it. Amen. And all they know is what their old loudmouth cousin said that was wrong to start with. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, most people hate Trump because one of their cousins did. Amen. Hallelujah. 
It's just, I mean, it, that's just the way it goes. And, and, and uh, we, get, we get sucked up into, into peer pressure and what is it called? Uh, propaganda. Propaganda, propaganda works. That's how come when the Burger King commercial comes on, if you're not careful, you're getting in the car. Amen. And you're on the way because it, it affects you. Amen. It does what it's supposed to do. And that's what information does, even when it's wrong. Hitler started, Hitler started, at it, 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 it first he was a charismatic leader, and then he started pouring more and more stuff out, and he started sending out propaganda over and over, putting his doctrine that the white was a supreme race and that every other race was inferior. Well, at first it didn't sound too good, but he just kept preaching it and kept preaching it till the whole country embraced it, and it got to where anybody who didn't agree with it, they... Uh, Cancel cultured you. They didn't pay much attention to you. Do you realize that there's a whole party in this United States that right now the media doesn't pay a whole lot of attention to? Amen. And the only thing that, that, that makes news is something that makes us look bad. Do you, do you understand that? Amen. And we prayed. We prayed a good prayer a while ago in prayer that the, put the blood of Jesus on that stuff. And God raised up some some uh, spirit-filled millionaire to buy them all and say, we're going to be fair. Let's just be fair. You know what? Uh, truth, doesn't, truth doesn't have to be defended. Truth doesn't have to be manipulated. Truth doesn't have to be spun. Let's just lay it out there and let it set. Amen. But when it's corrupt and corruption, like, you know, uh, Biden's laptop, it disappeared. What if it had been uh, Trump's son's laptop? You think it would have disappeared? I don't think so. I say that's wrong. I mean, that's 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 the essence of communism. Amen. It's wrong. Free speech. Every side's supposed to have a voice told. This 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 uh, this republic. This democratic republic that we can live in. Uh, we 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 wanted to have at least two parties, and the deal is the politicians on this side. Tell the people their side, and the politicians on this side tell the people their side, and we, the people, decide which is best for the country. But what it's boiled down to, things have got hidden and all mixed up, and, and we don't really want to tell everything because there's a whole lot of money going in our pocket, and we want to stay in power because, you know, th this has been supporting my family for 40 years, and I want to keep it supporting my family. Amen. And, and so whatever it takes to stay in power, we've got to stay in power. And that's wrong no matter whose side you're on. That is wrong. I, I, I'm, I'm for term limits. Praise God so nobody can do that and build that kind of corruption. You, under, you understand what I'm saying? We just need flat out level playing field truth. Amen. And we've we got to believe for it. If, if, if the saints of God aren't believing for it, where is it going to come from? We have to believe for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, they would never take prayer out of school, Brother Randy. This is, our money says in God we trust. They'd never take prayer out of schools. Well, they did. They did. One loudmouth lady. I mean, she wasn't even, she wasn't even good looking. She was ugly. She was, she was crude. Her voice sounded like a frog croaking. But she wouldn't shut up, and some way or another they listened to her, and they took prayer out of schools, and they took the Ten Commandments out of schools. And now, you, I mean, you've got to be careful when you talk to Andrew about what's going on in school. Amen. I think they need hazardous duty pay. And, and I'm telling you, I don't know how they're going to keep getting teachers to teach high school. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I really don't know. 
And because you never know what's going to happen. And in and, and, and some places they have to put boxes of kitty litter because some of them are identifying, this really happened, some of them are identifying as furries. And, and we're prejudiced if we don't go along with them. We're abusive if we don't go along. That is how stupid this has all gotten. Amen? And, and uh, <clears throat> this country was founded on principles based on the Word of God. It still says, and there's been talk about trying to take it off. It still says, look at your money. In God we trust. It still says that. Amen. They've already tried to take one nation under God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. Many people say it their way. Amen. There, there's an attack on God. Amen. Because of the Antichrist and because it's close to the end. Amen. So, so we're going to have challenges, but, but listen, we have victory anyway. We've got to be strong. But listen, if you're, you're, if you're a little old milk toast Christian, and you don't even pray except, Lord, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul will keep. And uh, God, bless, God bless my kitty cat and my neighbor. He's a pretty good guy. Amen. You know, and, and Jesus said, pray without ceasing. And you try to pray and you can't go five minutes. And you've prayed for everybody, your kitty cats and, 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 and the ducks on the pond next door. And you can't go five minutes. And we don't, we don't need to be spiritual. We don't need the Holy Ghost. We don't need the power of God. We don't need the gifts of the Spirit. We don't need healing and miracles. Boy, that's the biggest lie. That's the biggest lie from hell. You need everything you can get from God and then some to be able to stand strong. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God so we can stand against the wiles of the devil in these last days. We need to do business with God. We need to be, and, 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 and now listen, the devil's got in and attacked religion, and he's got us off, and, uh, he's got many of us off, hung up on a certain scripture. Some are hung up on water baptism formulas. Some are hung up on what outward holiness is. Uh, uh, you know, telling the ladies they have to wear dresses and they can't cut their hair and you can't wear makeup and you can't wear jewelry. Coming up with all kinds of stuff like that. Some, we're, we're getting over all that because uh, light is being shined. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost and, and, and speak in tongues, amen, and not be all weird and you don't have to keep a bunch of rules to do it, amen. But you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. We need to be filled with the Holy Ghost and we need to pray in tongues much, we need to teach our children to pray in tongues much. Amen. We need to make decisions based on praying in tongues and getting quiet and not being pressured and manipulated into it because of what somebody else might think. Who is that somebody else? Who is that somebody else? What's the power behind them that's so influential? Amen. Hallelujah. We need to learn to be still and see what God says and teach our children to pray and, and be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might and for them to know the voice of God. Hallelujah. Praise God so that they know what to do and when to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, Jesus told me every beat of my heart is victory. And, and, and so... Uh, that's victory in the midst of all of this. 
in the midst of all of this. I mean, it's like one of those football games, and we've seen several of them this year, when they're re- both teams are really good. Whoever's got it at the, at the last three seconds, basically. You know, if there's more, if there, I've seen them come back with 40-some seconds. I've seen them come back with 40-some seconds and kick a field goal to win. Some of them guys, get it, they know how to do it. They fling it down there and get it in field goal range. And them guys can kick field goals from here to the square now. I don't know how they, they used to be, you know, 35-yarder was a long one. And now they put the goalpost in like this. They were, the goalposts were out here. Now they're like this, and they're, they're kicking them longer and longer. It's amazing. It's amazing, but whoever's got the ball last is going to win. That's, that's, just, that's just what happens. Amen. We better have the ball last, saints. Amen. He's coming back after a glorious church, not having wrinkles, spot, or blemish, or any such thing. And it's made that way by the washing of the water, by the Word of God. The Word of God has to be everything. If it says don't, we don't. If it says do, we do. Rightly divided. I mean, we're not going to, it says suffer not a witch to live. That's old covenant. Jesus came in between. Amen. Jesus came in between. That's why there's peace with God on earth. So, so we're in the new covenant. And we live in, in honor the new covenant. The, the epistles are where we live. So we're not going by, by some Old Testament scriptures. Matter of fact, the Old Testament scripture says to not go more than a quarter of a mile on the Sabbath day. So we're, we're all in trouble. We've done that. So, I mean, you know, but rightly divide the word. It's not that complicated. And it's not that weird. Amen. And just love God with all your heart and wait on him and walk on him and, 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 and make sure you're surrounded by people that love him too. Amen. And bear fruit in their lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. People that are led by the Spirit. People that are filled with the Spirit. Amen. People that know how to pray. People that aren't intimidated every time uh, something goes wrong. People that have peace. People who know, spouses who know how to treat each other without yelling and, 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 and uh, people who, you know, uh, uh, know how to respect people and honor people. This Bible tells you how to have a great marriage. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church, that he gave himself. He gave himself for her. Amen. That's kind of deep, but that means, you know, I'm not going to hurt her. I am not going to hurt her. Amen. If there's something we don't understand, you know, uh, we got to work things out and compromise, and we're not trying to control and manipulate and witchcraft people. Amen. But you, 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 can, you can come to understanding on things. Praise God. Amen. Before the Lamb of God came, the law was in effect. And it was pretty gruesome. It's, I mean, pretty gruesome. Amen. The woman taken in adultery, they were going to stone her. That was under the law. Amen. Matter of fact, it, it, there were some gruesome things that happened. Uh, there was a time the people, you know what they did that was so awful? They murmured and complained. They whined a little bit. We don't like this. We don't like that. They whined. You know what happened? The ground opened up and swallowed thousands of them. Praise God. Bears come out and killed another bunch. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Stuff happened. Amen. Because because they, they went against God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But now Jesus has come. So, so, uh, uh, so the ground ain't opened up and swallowed you, whiner. Amen. You've gotten away with it, praise God. The peace on earth. <laughs> Hallelujah, he loves you. But listen, he loves you so much, you need to make up your mind. I'm walking with him. I'm talking with him. I'm sold out the whole route. I ain't backing down. I ain't playing with it. I'm a child of God. He washed me in his blood. He laid down his life for me. And he called me out of darkness. He dealt with me. He didn't pass me by, but he sought me out. And then he put his hand on me, praise God. And I know we did, amen. And I will not deny him. I will not turn my back on him. I will not be ashamed of him because all the shame he bore when he went on that cross for me. I will not be ashamed of him. I'm going to honor him with all that is within me in the name of Jesus. And he's coming back after glorious church and I'm going to be there to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful. And I haven't been, but my goodness, that's where the grace of God comes in. Amen. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But he told us, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I got that one highlighted. I know where that one's at, praise God. And I use that one. And he said, uh, not one jot or tittle of this word will ever pass away. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a wonderful thing to be a child of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Good news. The gospel is good news. Amen. It's too good to be true. Now, uh, say this, uh, in, in Romans 2 and 4, it says it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. Amen. People need to see God being good to us, us being godly and blessed, not weirdos, not religious weirdos. Amen. That's some kind of cult somewhere, and all of us are, look different and, and scary, so, so scared. That, but just people... We're in this world, but we're not of this world. But His hand's on us. Amen. Hallelujah. And the glory of the Lord is on us. Amen. So people say, I don't know what they got, but I want what they got. Amen. Hallelujah. And they look at us, and sometimes trouble comes. But we, we're still up and going, and we're still giving praise to His name. And he, some way or another, He just makes a way. He just, he just seems to make a way. Praise God forevermore. That's what it's all about. It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. Amen. Now, I'm going to talk about if you knew the gift of God Sunday. If you knew the gift of God. Jesus answered and said to her in John 4.10, this, this, the woman at the... He said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Do we know the gift of God? Do you know what the gift of God is? We, we need to be asking, Lord, i got to have living water. Lord, i got to have more. I'm happy. I know it. Amen. But I could do more. I could let my light shine. Hallelujah. I could influence somebody more. I could pray more. Hallelujah. I could bind devils more. Amen. The, the devil's destroying people. The devil's wiping people out. Somebody needs to intercede. The God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest they, that lest they should see the glorious light of the gospel. We can pray. I know Mama prayed for me. And listen, let me say this, and, I, and I'm done, because this is important. If you'd have told me the day before I rededicated my life that I was going to get saved, 
that I was going to go to the altar and get saved, I'd have laughed at you. I don't want to get saved. I don't like church. I don't like nothing about church. I don't want to get saved. But people had been praying for me. Mama had been praying for me. Amen. Listen, there's no, there's no reason to go out witnessing to people if you ain't praying. We got to pray. We got to pick some people out and pray. Amen. Single some people out and pray that this light will shine into them. Amen. And, and uh, so they'd been praying for me. And a, f- a people, few people I worked with and mama asked me to come to this tent revival. Uh, you, you know, your mama's got pull with you. You need to listen to your mama. And so I went. I said, what's it going to hurt to go to a, one more meeting? You know, I went Mother's Day. I survived. I held on to the altar. The preacher come back there to get me to go. And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not ready. I acted all tough and everything. And, and, and God really was tugging on my heart. Amen. And I thought, well, I've got away with it for a while. Amen. But it didn't leave me alone. It didn't leave me alone. Amen. And I was so deceived that I thought I didn't want it. But something way down deep on the inside did want it. So you can't be moved by what you see. Don't stop praying for your loved ones. Amen. Just turn it up. Turn it up. Pray in tongues. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And believe God. And if he saved me, he can save anybody. Amen. And listen, the ones like me, the ones like me, they're not going to come in here and be chicken Christians. You know, they're going to convict us and say, let's go witness to somebody. Let's pray, somebody. Let's, somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to run. Amen. And they'll be bringing people in here to church every Sunday. You watch and see. You watch and see. Amen. We, all we got is just a couple people like that to get saved. Amen. And then the, then the zeal is on. And then the rest of us, bless our hearts, we got to get in, get out, or get run over. <laughs> Praise God. So we get on in. We wait out deeper. Praise God to keep up with them. Hallelujah. And the, to keep, you know, because they need us. Glory to God. Well, I don't know if I've helped you, but I've helped myself. That's good news. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. On earth, peace and goodwill to men. Praise God forevermore. Father, we thank you that your word is forever settled in heaven. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. I pray anybody listening that don't know you that uh, they'll realize and understand your goodness is real. And what they just need to do is just surrender to you and say, Lord, come into my heart. I believe you. I believe you are the Son of God. And, and, and I believe that with all my heart and with my mouth, I confess you are my Savior, Lord. Help me. And you said if I did that, you wouldn't turn me away. So I know you won't turn me away. I belong to you and you belong to me. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Get planted in a good church. Not a play with it church. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Well, God bless you. We'll see y'all Sunday and Christmas party day. And it's all going to be good. Amen. I think we're going to do something for Paul Harmon's birthday next Wednesday night. Yeah. Because how many, how many people make it to 90 and are faithful and are here every time?